0: you a great rapper, Lux. i never tell you to give it up. But if you ain't saying some shit they can relate to, they don't give a fuck. Landslide. Landslide.
1: Oh, shit. Is y'all ready? Is y'all ready? You're now listening to Keys to the Game podcast, the number one place for hip hop and battle rap politics.
0: Off that dirty spray.
2: I said the sky's my ceiling, my clicks all seeing, don't never stop dreaming. i be leaning straight up, I'll be hustling, trying to wake
0: the day up. sleeping on a cloud, that's the bed I made up. I get angel around
1: Throw them oh. um, legs up since all you women So I'm still here. It's dog, it's like it's one I woke up, it was one degree today. Like I'm fucking cold, bro. Like
2: yeah, it's it's uh it's it's pretty cold up here in Mass too, man. I mean naturally, yeah. I got up. I mean like I I go to Huckaloogie on the ground and it freezes before it touches it, so I don't really know what's <laughs> up with that. Yo, but um, it's, it's
1: crazy. Wild. It's wild. Did y'all get snow?
2: Yeah, we got um we got some snow a couple days before Christmas and then we got it the night of Christmas Eve oh, into Christmas. So so I mean like it's cool I kind of like having snow on Christmas but after that it's kind of a dub like this this snow can go away now like I don't need it here That's real Santa Santa came through already we're good
1: Exactly bring that sun out Dog no, the sun is out right now and it's still 1 degree so I just I need some heat bro I'm gonna, um I'm gonna be back in Cali probably in about a week or so so I got to I got to thug it out for a minute
2: yeah, you've been bouncing around a lot, bro, between Chicago and Cali and whatever the fuck you got three different homes, and why Chicago Cali, is that what it hey, is?
1: Say less. Say less, bro. But shit, let's get into the <laughs> let's get into the fucking battle rap talk. We got a lot going on. We got fucking I just saw disasters online shitting on KOTD. We got Vadafly Exposed plus his apology. We got Piper Boy's wife and cave gang beef and now we got death threats going on um we got a lot of shit man so what do you what what you want to get into first because we can be here for a minute
2: um (laughs) we we should just acknowledge first of all like we we have to just acknowledge how crazy shit's been because Uh like we have to just get that out the air like i go on twitter i see two different characters like known characters arguing in battle rap every single day now like, disaster just airing out, King of the Dot. I didn't have too much time to catch up on it. I saw a little bit about it. Piper Boy's wife. I don't, bro. <laughs>
1: Yo. All right, so.
2: And then, wait, did you see the Piper Boy and Tay Rock thing, too? I did. I did. I just oh saw, my God. I just saw
1: Piper Boy's response. He got caskets in the, in the video. Look, all right. Let's. Um, I'm trying to see what we should tackle first. It's a lot of shit. But first and foremost, I want to get your opinion because you had a you had a real interesting tweet. You said basically that this is either and I'm paraphrasing. You said that this is either like the worst time in battle rap or the best time, and you can't really tell. And a lot of it has to do with the drama that's going on in the culture. Like how are we how are we chopping this up? Is this is this good for battle rap or bad? Because I see a lot of people saying it's bad. But then I see a lot of people participating in it and basically fueling the fire. And, I mean, how how, how are we looking at it?
2: That's crazy. Yeah, it's funny because the same people that want to say that we should all grow up and move on are the same people that are going to retweet everyone's shit when they're talking shit. Right. So um, I'm going to say, like, I think it's entertainment for, like, Twitter, you know, but yeah. personally when it comes to battle rap as a whole, I don't see, it's not progressing from this. Like nothing's nothing. I don't think anything real, um, nothing with longevity Mm -hmm. that's positive is coming out of this. I just think right now it's entertaining because this shit isn't happening to some of us. And it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't know, like people, people like keeping up with the Kardashians. I guess you like keeping up with Piper boy's wife and whatnot. So like, yeah, that's just, it's entertainment for the timeline, but like, it's if it turns into real life shit like then that's that's those people's
1: problems you know what i'm saying that's real i think i think when it goes to real life that's when it's going to start to hurt battle rap like right like right now i mean and i said this before but battle rap has been about drama from the get go like drama um, outside of the ring is kind of what keeps people talking about battle rap, to be honest, because we don't get battles every day. and We don't get True. events every every week. So, a lot of this shit... But see, I think what people are frustrated right now is that a lot of these stories that are being created are between people that aren't stepping into the ring, or it's mm-hmm. between a battler and someone who's not stepping into the ring. So, like, it's not necessarily creating um, backstory for battles. It's just building drama in the community that we don't know where it's going to go. And and like I said, like the minute that it turns into uh, violence is the minute that it hurts Battle Rap. Right now, I don't know if it really, really hurts Battle Rap. I think just some people are annoyed, but I'm seeing shit. So, I mean, let's get into this Piper Boy shit because um, I just watched his response video to Tay Rock and he's in there talking about um, Tay Rock and he might have to go take a visit with Av's sister. And he's showing caskets in the video for y'all who don't know, like Av's sister passed away, you know, rest in peace, whatever. Um, And to me, that's like, that's a little bit OD. And I know that Piper Boy is hot about the situation with his wife. Um, Again, for if you've been sleeping under a rock, um, this past weekend, somebody exposed Piper Boy's wife. Basically, she was out here, um, like really out here, like sending pussy shots and titty shots and like sending texts to dudes talking about, she wishes they was beating it up while he like dude is sitting there right there on the computer. Um, and so I know he's, he had to have been heated about that. And so this response video was like over the top, like ready, like he's ready to for whatever. Um, I know that uh twerk was talking about, it's a green light on Piper boy. Um, rock said if he sees Piper Boy, he's going to jail. Like, that's a lot of talk for people to eventually see each other and not do nothing. So from my perspective, it's like, shit looks like it's about to be real. Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: I I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. And I'm just going to recap a little bit further, summarize, because, um, just because, I don't know, maybe people don't even know who Piper Boy is. So Piper Boy is just basically a battle rap blogger, right? Um... And I actually don't, I've like never interacted with him at all, like not even a tweet, just because I don't see him on Twitter that much. I'm not sure if his Twitter presence is like lower than his Facebook presence, Uh but uh, but um, yeah. So this dude, um, Keymaker explained the thing about his wife. My sister's in, my little sister's in the other room, so I'm gonna let you do most of those recaps. (laughs) And um, and also he tweeted something about how I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing. But he said Tay Rock's daughter is like the ugliest little kid. And um I think that's just some and that's the reason Tay Rock said that he was gonna go to jail if he saw him. Yeah. So that's just fucked up. Yeah. Uh I don't like there's no I don't really know what his issue was. Like I'm a, I'm gonna just go out on a limb and assume that he had an issue with Tay Rock before tweeting that. I don't really know. Maybe Tay Rock well, said something about his wife. Well from, Is what, that...
1: from, well, from what I understand, so Tay Rock was basically gassing the um the Piper Boy situation when the when the news broke that his wife was out there. And I'm talking about there was there was photos on the internet. It's a lot, you know what I'm saying? x rated shit. And I think Tay Rock was hyping it, but I think a lot of their animosity stems from um Piper Boy basically just going hard on Av for, you know, uh, potentially stealing bars. He's been, you know, Piper Boy is an opinionated dude, so he's been going out a lot of people. But basically in the battle rap realm, it hasn't really been like personal family shit. And, um, you know, so there was already back and forth. They was calling each other fuckboys and all that, but it it was kind of like regular online beef, you know, nothing too serious. But then when the shit dropped with his wife, um, that's what took it to the next level. So I'm looking at it like, you got a wife on one hand, you got a daughter on the other hand. You got Av's sisters involved. Rest in peace. Like, is it an eye for an eye? Like, you know, it's one thing to talk about somebody's wife, but I feel like calling somebody's little like baby daughter like a uh, uh, um uh, ugly bitch. You know what I'm saying? What she did say, like after that, all bets are off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, but go ahead, continue.
2: Uh, yeah, no. Basically, the way I see it is, at the end of the day. Tayrock did not cause any of the grief you are going through. Like, he may be feeding into it, but I can also point out to you 3,000 other people on Twitter feeding into it. So, I mean, like, for you... So, basically, you're just attacking the dude who... Yes, he's feeding into it, and he also has more attention than other people that are feeding into it, but you're just going after him because he has that attention, and then you're bringing his daughter into it, and he didn't cause any of it. So, I personally... I'm a hundred percent on Tay Rock's side with this one. Um, like I, I, I'm a hundred percent on Tay Rock's side. Like right. he, he didn't he you know, he didn't he just didn't do anything at the end of the day. He didn't cause and I get it, like Piper Boy's head's probably spinning right now. I'm surprised he got a blog out without tearing up in the middle of it. Dog. Um but I think I think he ne- I think Piper Boy needs to take a step back. And honestly, initially I kinda felt bad for him.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. to I be mean, real you told me I, that
2: you wouldn't feel in it. I I, I kind of didn't like it just because like I was ready to have a good Christmas, man. <laughs> right. I was ready to have like a, a hate free Christmas and like the part yeah. and the person decided to release this video about Piper Boy's wife and then I saw some texts on the timeline from Piper Boy's wife. Someone posted screenshots of texts right. and basically they the person that was texting Piper Boy's wife, um, this is like a separate thing from like the naked pictures was. Basically informing Tay Rock's wife of what happened, and then mm. er, not Tay Rock's wife, Piper Boy's wife. And mm. Piper Boy's wife um, said back to him like, "It would have been nice if this wasn't on Christmas. Like, I have a family, like kids, blah blah." And I started to feel bad. Right. But then, but then Piper Boy tweet, like said that reckless thing about Tay Rock's daughter, and now I just hate everyone. Like I don't like anyone. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, you know, I I didn't I I had to eat my ham with hate in my heart, and that was bad. <laughs>
1: it's been a wild weekend like so we had that shit right which is which is crazy in itself then we had the Vodafly situation um, oh my god
2: oh which is Jesus. like
1: nuts right so like uh for the for for those that don't know basically Vodafly is another um you know well-known uh personality in the culture a blogger a online uh, personality whatever also uh was a former co-host of champion from what I understand. And so what this dude basically did was he had, you know, uh, one or multiple uh, what they call catfish accounts. So he had, you know, uh, fake profiles on YouTube and wherever else, probably on Twitter um, and was basically, you know, hating on a lot of people that he's actually close with in the culture and, um, you know, saying stuff that he wouldn't necessarily say under his own profile um so you know he would you know if there were were other people on champion guest hosting he would go on there and say yo that person is trash you know x y and z (laughs) like really trying to position Mm -hmm. himself so that's one aspect of it which i thought was already bad enough but i don't think that's like enough to kind of get you out of here but then the other aspect of it from what i understand is like people are saying that he was trying to snake jay black out of certain opportunities so I, i think one of those opportunities was hosting a battle um, with KOTD um, You know And then they were saying Like he, he was doing Little stuff like that Like saying like Oh I don't You know I'm K-, basically saying I'm KOTD now And all kind of shit And so This whole situation Boiled over And somebody exposed him um, And Rome DMV Got the files I talked to Rome Off You know To the side he, was, he won't tell me How he got the files But he got the files And it's like You know So today You know Originally Vada denied it and put out a crazy video where he looked crazy smoking a black and mild and um he bro
2: how do you how are you smoking a like that black and mild is to calm you down like no. we, un, we we see what you are doing you right. are not slick like that is not going to lower your bro- blood pressure enough to fool us i don't know like i think that was, was just, crazy
1: it was just a look i think he was like this is a cool look i'm gonna run with it so he's smoking a black and basically saying he wasn't this kenny um kenny uh, what was it kenny williams whoever kenny Kenny Something. Williams. Yeah, some some fake account, right? And he deleted it shortly thereafter. And after he deleted it, it was pretty much known, like, okay, this dude is on some weird shit. Um, so today he comes out with a video released on Jim's channel, uh, which I don't really understand. But Jim's basically vouched for him and said, like, he could can, he can forgive him. Um, so basically trying to ease him back in to the culture. Um, and Vada, you know, he admitted to it. He said he was the Kenny dude. He said he was hating, but then he said that there were some things that weren't true, but then he really didn't address those things that weren't true. So I don't know if it was a full apology, but basically he admitted to being an online troll. Um, and let's put this out there. Cause he's not the only one. Like I, I got a DM and angry fan caps. We know, we know you got multiple Twitter accounts, bro. Like we know, um, I'm not going to air you out right here because I'm awake, but we know that Angry Fan Caps has multiple Twitter accounts. And there's also other people, other battle rappers and online personalities who have troll accounts on Twitter. And, um, and I get it. This is, this is, people People don't feel comfortable saying certain things or they don't want to uh, ruin their political situations with leagues or other battle rappers. So they, they switch their accounts and then they get on and they talk shit that they won't say on their main account. And Vada was like he's like the poster child for it. He was the one that got caught, but there's a lot of people out there doing that. Um,
2: and let's and let's let's provide some commentary too, um, right. aside from what you're already saying, because like the thing about the Vada Fly thing that was really weird is that he, for the most part, seemed like a very level-headed dude. Um, I mean, between his blogs, I've seen him doing interviews live outside of Smack events. Uh-huh. Seems like seems like a relatively um, level-headed guy but like bro if you if you guys got insecurities mm. you gotta watch out in the battle rap culture because if you like they're gonna get traced <laughs> apparently they're gonna it. get traced and like and just on top of that we don't need to be following people and taking people's opinions like we use the as an authority like straight up and we don't want to, and I don't want to be using people as authorities that don't even got their own personal issues resolved. Cause at the end of the day, you, if mm. you have another account tweeting at people that you're supposed to be close with, that's basically, that's, that's insecurities, right? Nice. Like, there's no other way to put it. So b- before you, like, before you want to become a battle rap, uh, like, f- authority, just make sure you got your personal demons resolved. Mm. Make sure you're a level headed dude. I don't know what, like, make sure your wife isn't sending nudes out to the culture mm. and, and, like, just get, just get, make sure your shit is correct. That's all I got to say.
1: Man, I mean, that sums it up. That sums it up because at the end of the day, the culture is going to decide whether they want to take Vada back. Uh, you know, people were saying that he can't go to events, that he's done here, you know. And then you got the Piper Boy situation, which is, to me, 10 times more serious than whatever Vada was going through. You know, Vada's situation is his Agreed. situation. You know what I'm saying? So um, I put out a tweet, a tweet the other day joking that, Everybody was gonna look back and laugh because Vada's gonna be hosting Summer Madness, and we're gonna be like, damn, like, remember that? And I was completely joking because I thought Vada was out of here, out of here. But then you got Jim's kind of like smoothing things over, dropping the blog on his channel, and then you got people saying, oh, you know, I could see, you know, I kind of forgive Vada. Then you got other people that are just like, I don't wanna hear from dude ever again. Um, I've seen this before in the culture, I've seen people supposedly be out of here and then three or four months later everybody's you know interacting with him online oh this is my nigga this is this this and that so like I won't be surprised if Vada's back I don't think he'll be back on champion because I think that fallout has pretty much run its course um and I think Jay Black is a man of principle I I can't see him really going back on you know taking it would just be too awkward to have Vada there I don't know I could be wrong um
2: it would be awkward. No, it would no, be, it'd awkward. be awkward.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you had a account, you know, uh Jonathan Williams and you were saying, "Yo, Keys is trash. Rise need to just be the, the host of Keys to the game." You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I could not see me bringing you back up here like, "Oh, this is my dude." But oh. at the same time, I've seen stranger things happen. So, let's let's move on from that because um I think we got a I think the biggest story of the day, to be honest, is disaster um pretty much airing out KOTD and cutting all ties with KOTD because I don't think that that relationship will ever be smoothed over again um, and no, so you just, what'd you say? You
2: you cut out there for a second
1: Okay, uh, so basically Disaster and KOTD falling out is the biggest story of the day, in my opinion mm-hmm. um, and let me tell you why um, Disaster is uh, one of the biggest battle rappers in the entire world um, he definitely probably was the flagship of KOTD. Um, he's just, he's the biggest guy over there. You know, Head Ice is the, the, the belt holder. You know, Past days has been big, but disaster is disaster. You know what I mean? And he basically is going at KOTD hard. He's talking about how they are shady businessmen, how they're hiding shit from him, and basically talking about how they robbed him, um, of a lot of shit. And this is huge because this is the equivalent of Tay Rock falling out with URL and airing URL out online. It's 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 one thing to have issues behind the scenes and talk to people and, and make phone calls. It's another thing to ruin a, a, a league's reputation online um, being the, bit, the biggest battle rapper on that platform. What you say has a lot of weight in the community.
2: But I will say this, but I will say this, right? Yep. Um, it's not like Diz's relationship with King the Dots has been stable for a long time. Um, basically, even since a little before he punched Math, and then after he punched Math, especially. Yeah. They had a lot of issues. Like he was banned for a little bit. I know personally. Um, I think, and this is some information I got a little while ago. The, the, um, the Diz Tayrock battle. Like they, I think. Originally, they were thinking about having that on King of the Dot. Not like originally, originally, but obviously that's a point of discussion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But but during that point of discussion, like, nothing was lining up with King of the Dot and Diz. And then, so I don't know. Like I feel like Diz and King of the Dot have had a rocky relationship for a while between the math thing mm-hmm. and just all their other shit. So I'm just gonna say that because I because you you brought up the analogy to Tay Rock and URL right. where I think where I think Tay Rock and URL is slightly different, but like yeah, but keep yeah, yeah. but
1: but go but go. Okay, okay. And with that said, I'm sure you know everything isn't always Gucci behind the scenes. Like I'm sure Tay Rock probably has some issues with some shit behind the scenes, but you're right. They haven't really had any public falling out. So it's not, it's not an exact comparison, but in terms of being the biggest person on the platform, I think the comparison still holds. So so basically disaster is saying that, um, you know, he would be haggled down to take battles for a certain price. Right. And, Um, Mm -hmm. so that's one aspect of it. So we got the haggling part and then we got the part about KOTD contractually owning the content, owning the battles and the footage and stuff like that. So I'm going to get into that second, because I feel like that is a little bit more complex and and maybe my legal background, I can kind of shed some light on the importance of what he's talking about. So let me talk about the haggling part, right? So he's saying that, KOTD would always talk him down to a lower price. He's he's saying that he took $750 to battle DNA and that KOTD basically made more than $20,000 off that battle or something like that. Something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying where KOTD is being shady is that they are hiding their books when they negotiate. So they might have a deal with a sponsor to the side, or they might have a deal with... You know, um, another company off to the side, and then when they come to the table, they're saying, "Diz, we this is all we're getting. We got to pay for security. We got to pay for these battles. You know, X, Y, and Z. These are our expenses." But he's saying that they aren't really um, being honest about their expenses because they have all this other cash flow on the side, and so he feels fucked over because he lowered his price to accommodate them. But KOTD is you know basically being two-faced cuz they're they're playing broke on one end but then they're making money on the back end and they're saying well it is what it is um so I could see I could see him being upset about that but let me play devil's advocate for KOTD because what business do you know if you're not coming to it as a partner, you're you're basically they're they're paying you for services, right? This isn't it's not di- disaster in conjunction with KOTD. This is our co-event. He's coming right. to it basically as an employee or as an independent contractor. So if, if, if my employer when he when he cuts me a check, I haven't I haven't worked for somebody in a long time, but when they when they used to cut me a check, <laughs> you know, humble brag. But when they used to Talk. cut me a check, they didn't say yo. Key, sit down, let me show you all the money we've made this year, this quarter, and blah, 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 right? So that in that respect, it's like, what do you expect? You're basically lowering your price based on what they say. Now, on Disaster's end, I can see him being upset because if you're negotiating with people you feel like are your people and they're telling you this is all we can do, you kind of you want to take them at face value. If they're saying this is all they can do, okay, it's family, let's do it. But if they're lying, that that is kind of fucked up. How do, yeah. how do you feel about it?
2: Yeah, and the other thing, is, I feel the I think you laid it out pretty well. Um, I kind of am also with Diz on the side that, like, at the end of the day, he's on a card with eight other battlers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and King of the Dot, the staff, they might be kind of abusing the relationship they have with Diz to use him as the person they don't pay. You know what I'm saying? Because there's eight other battlers on that card they could choose from at the end of the day with lower names and blah, blah, blah. So, like... At the end so at the end of the day, if he's getting the short end of the stick more than once, like it'd be different if it was like, yo, Diz, uh you're battling DNA or whatever, but like our budget's low on this card, I'm gonna throw you seven hundred and fifty bucks this time. Next card you're on, I'm gonna make sure you get your fifteen grand, I'm gonna make sure you get your ten grand. But if it's just constantly them shorting Diz, I'll be kind of fucking pissed because Mm -hmm. like you said, like that's just abusing their relationship at that point and Diz's uh passion of battle rap. So
1: Right, right, and so his perspective, and, I, and and like you said, it's like he's taking the cut to allow other people on the car to 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 battle. You know what I'm saying? Because he's probably one of the most expensive guys. So it's like if we can get him to lower his price, that means we can you know possibly get three or four more battles, and pay these guys a couple hundred, and we're straight. So you know, disaster's making a sacrifice over there, um, and or he was. I, I doubt that he'll be back over there, and. It's just wild that. See what I, the way I'm looking at it is, I'm I'm not surprised because you're you're dealing with the artist and then you're dealing with the the company, the corporation, and that relationship is always going to be a little bit funny because uh, the corporation the their number one goal is to make a profit, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. to help you be a better man, a businessman, to help your family, you know. And the artist, his goal is to get, you know, get money, but then also get, you know, the notoriety to, to, to get out there, get their name out there, the exposure. And so it's a, it's a trade-off. And anytime time you got a trade-off, it's all about the negotiation process, who's getting what for what. And to me, it's like, it's almost like it's, it's close to that argument where you have the college players in NCAA, you know, they're talking about the college players should be getting paid way more. The NCAA mm-hmm. is talking about, you know, we're giving you the education, but we're also giving you the exposure. So, like, exposure is valuable. You know, uh, KOTD is part of the reason why disaster is so big because they their platform is a great platform. It gives you a good look. They got good camera work. They got good promotional team. And so that exposure, you know, it's a trade-off. So you might get $1,000 to battle and, you know, your expenses paid to fly out, but then you also get your battle dropping and you might get a million views and you might get opportunities based on that, whatever, whatever. So to me, so let's move to the second issue, because I think disaster's main problem, I think that was a, more of a minor issue, but the main problem right now is he's, he's realizing that he doesn't own the content. He, he owns none of that content. Yeah. And and that's the issue that I deal with a lot when I represent artists and people like that is that they don't realize that these companies, they're not in the business of paying you and then sharing with you on the back end. If they're giving you money up front, most likely they're going to own whatever the product is that you're producing. It's kind of like I'm paying you to paint my house. You're not just going to move into my house after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but from the artist perspective, it's like. It's they're seeing themselves on it. So they feel like that's them. That's that's me on that video. I should own that. I should own a piece of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's tricky. Um,
2: It is tricky. It is tricky, tricky.
1: you know, but I'm looking at it as a league owner. If I'm a league owner, I'm not going to pay you money up front. And then you're also going to own footage like the footage. It belongs to KOTD. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that every URL rapper that raps on URL has no ownership in the content that comes out, that comes on the URL TV channel. Um, and what, also what I think Disaster is realizing is that he can't even use that footage for other projects because that's the exclusive property of KOTD. That's and tough. That's the tough part. You know what I'm saying? Because let's say if I'm a uh, I'm a Netflix guy, documentary guy, I'm doing a documentary on disaster, the greatest battle rapper ever lived, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I want to use some of his battle footage. It's like KOTD can block that and say, we own that. We own that footage. And so all of a sudden it's like, damn, I can't even do my own documentary because I don't own this footage. So I see where he's upset. But this is good. This is good that it's coming to the forefront because more people need to know about content ownership and the importance of intellectual property. Because that's the real value. That's the shit that lasts. That that could p- it potentially pay your kids at the end of the day. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? That upfront money, that thousand, that two thousand, five thousand upfront, whatever is cool. That's going to be spent, whatever. But the the intellectual property, the ownership of that content, can pay you for a long time. That video and that audio can always be used in different different mediums and all that shit. So, um, and I'm sure you know all this shit too. I'm basically just talking to the listeners who 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 are interested in this because it is it is pretty interesting from my perspective. You know, we talk a lot about battle rap and bars and shit, but the business part is what really makes this shit go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got more keys to the game podcast. got more fire for y'all, so look, drink something, smoke something. If you don't do that, get some water, light some incense. You already know what it is. Keeps the game podcast. Let's get it.
0: But we all got different poses Now I'm looking in my real view I see the world in it I try to slow down And I get rear-ended. it Pause like a red light I'm dead right highway to heaven God do you see my headlights They say you don't know what you doing Till you stop doing it Well, call me clueless, cause I do this, attention all shooters, I'm a shooting star, life is a course, and I'm a shooting par, searching for today, instead I found tomorrow, and I put that shit right back, man, I'll see what I find tomorrow, young money, CMR, blood like a scar, we's F baby, and the F ain't for flaw, uh, it's like i have it all but i don't have to worry married to the money a true love story only god can judge me i don't need a jury nothing's standing in my way like nothing's my security back to my journey that bullshit don't concern me if i knew i was going to jail i would have fucked my attorney if you sleeping on me nigga, then i hope you toss and turn it i'm so cold i'm hypothermic ask your bitch she will confirm it yeah your grill i'm barbecuing with it i know my shit already tight so i ain't screwing with it some say this game is a joke well i hope they get it okay i'm walking on needles sticking to the point yeah the streets is talking i'm familiar with the voice i'm a gangster by choice i hope my sons choose wiser and don't call me sir call me survivor Um. cut myself just had a bowl of riches and a cup of wealth and the f is for fuck yourself uh. yeah and i ain't doing nothing but getting my share breathing this air and mac Mom's told me she gonna keep me in her press, so i'm feeling all right i'm trying to stay aware and if you want a trip then i'ma meet you there till my niggas in the game keep the game fair players play coaches coach and cheerleaders cheer i'm trying to keep spirit when the ghosts disappear We the f baby and the f ain't for fear uh
2: Yeah. Um, so I guess, no, and like, uh, good good perspective and whatnot, naturally, mm. um, I'm, I guess if I'm Diz, right, like, here's the thing, if someone was making a documentary about Diz, and they wanted to use um videos from King of the Dot, I bet you they'd say yes, like, honestly, mm-hmm. I bet you King of the Dot would allow him to do that, right. because at the end of the day, I don't think King of the Dot really, I don't see too much loss of revenue from King of the Dot, allowing him to do that. It doesn't, like, it's not like it saturates the product more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, it takes away, It you could argue it takes away YouTube views, but I think it would actually bring more people to the YouTube views, really. So I bet you King of the Dot would let that slide, right? I guess the thing is, Diz is kind of talking about that King of the Dot has all these other ways of making money that he's not even being made aware of. And you kind of alluded to this earlier. Mm-hmm. So... If you're gonna have rights to a Battlers battle, right, mm-hmm. as a league, and then but and you're gonna tell them and like this was saying, they're telling him they only got a certain budget for this event, but in reality you're planning some crazy shit. Like you're planning to make a Netflix, you're planning to like rerun PPV streams. I don't know what I don't know how creative you can get with these PPV streams, mm-hmm. but like they're making all these sorts of revenue and it's the chant and like those revenue channels aren't being made aware to the battlers yeah. at the end of the day that's going to affect the price you ask and also for the battlers and then it's just going to change negotiations like tenfold because you can't play like a pity like like a pity ass li- league owner when in, when you have like a project that's scalable to a million plus dollars right. in the works right. so uh, so like if so that's cra- that's kind of crazy to me like if you're going to if you're going to negotiate like obviously um transparency makes for like the most clean negotiations. And and as a person that Diz has worked with or the, that um Diz and King of the Dot have worked many times together. So like really it should be like it should be pretty straightforward at that point, mm-hmm. I think, from Diz's perspective. But yeah, but I you mean,
1: know And and what's crazy is you were talking about those different revenue streams, like he was talking about KOTD was negotiating with Russian television channels t- for them to license the right. um, shit for, you know, we're talking about five-figure deals that are that are pretty decent. And it's like, damn, like, I don't get a piece of any of that shit. Like, now I can see why he's upset. Um, so that is kind of fucked up. It's like, I would think from my perspective, if, if I were a business owner, a uh, battle league owner... And like, you know, okay, we handled that business in the contract, but look, I got this other opportunity. Let me just cut you, let me let me see how I can cut you into this too. Cause I didn't even know this was yep. gonna come about, but fairness would, would, would tell me you should be involved in this. So to me, that is kinda it is kinda uh, kinda snaky.
2: You know what I'm saying? And, and and that's the thing, like there's a difference between um legal obligations and then what, what you're just getting into ethical obligations yep, yep. and and that's and that's a two-fold thing in business man and um 100%. and i mean at the end of the day if you're going to sacrifice your ethical obligations that, that could hurt your business down the line and it could hurt your image down the line right. so that's kind of what disaster is attempting to do right now he's trying to hurt their ethical image like mm-hmm. and whatnot trying yeah. to make them look shady like it, they might have played it legally by the book, but if you don't play it by the book ethically too, you can still get aired out and still look like a bunch of scumbags. That's yeah. what it is.
1: Yeah, that's real. That's real. So like his, his agenda right now is to tear down KOTD and basically uh boost up URL who's KOTD's direct competitor. So if you fuck somebody over, you know, you might get that that short change up front, but that person can then go basically help your competitor in, in the long run. So like you said, that ethical part is a big part um it's just crazy man because like the content game is and i've been studying it for the last few months now because i'm I'm starting to get into it myself and the content game is very um tricky because it's like owning the content it's it's like it's like music the person who owns the royalties to the song is the true owner um the artists and whoever you know, they might get paid to do shows. They might do this, this, and that. But the owner of the content is like um, the the real the real winner in the situation because you could always uh, monetize that content, and those royalties always come. Like, I'll give you an example. I was um, this happened like five or six years ago, but I was um, I was hanging out with somebody. We went to Dr. Dre's spot out in um, out in Covina, in California. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he wasn't there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fully floss on y'all today. He wasn't there, but we went to Dre's spot. We were we were hanging out with his engineer, and his secretary came in with a check, a royalty check from a song that came out literally in the '80s. Okay, Oh And shit. this check was like for like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. This was this was for a song that came out in the '80s that got licensed to be used in a movie that did really, really well, and th- those royalty checks were coming in, right? So. That's so. the shit that really matters is that content ownership. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I see, and, and John John, shout out to him. Like I know he probably saw that. Like damn, like I don't own my Hitman holler in John John battle. Let me create this league, and now he owns the, the B and Loso battle. He owns and that,
2: that. Oh my god, and he, who, he owns
1: that, and that's a huge battle, right? Huge. And so that's that's where it is. And let's let's get into that B. Loso because we are, we already talked about that on the show, but let's yep. talk about the importance of the content because you have this like Christian versus um um you know Dot's ideology. You have that that clash between the two ideologies. And so now like I could see documentary people hitting hitting John John up like, "Yo, we want to we want to feature this 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 part the portion of your video on our shit." Or, mm-hmm. you know, a TV person saying, I want to analyze this on my show, um, whatever, whatever. And so they're not hitting up, they're not calling BDOT's people or Loso's people, they're calling John John for that footage. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And so, um, it's just an awareness thing. I'm starting to see more battle rappers are realizing like, damn, that's that's where the value is. So either you gotta cut me in on ownership or you gotta give me more money up front. And a lot of people, let me let me get into this mook situation, because a lot of people try to shit on murder mook for asking for fifty thousand or for more money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you he's asking for that because he's not getting a portion of whatever the money is on the back end. He knows. True. He knows his values. Once you've been in the music industry and you got you get worked over in a contract, you realize, damn, like, okay, I, I gave away my royalties the first time. I'll never do that again. Um, so that's just where we're at, man. So I think you're going to see more battle rappers take a stand on that. Um, so
2: keep key, uh, keys real quick, yeah. um, just because this is interesting to me, and I yeah. do have a I have some business background, but I don't have a heavy law background. Right? Can you have? have royalties to some of your content like let's say a battle rap video but not necessarily own any portion of it or would you have to own a portion of it to have royalties
1: um it's really two different ways right so you can think of it like uh like um think of it like a pie right so if you own if we have a pie with eight slices and you own two of them when we sell the pie, you're going to get paid for two slices. That's, that's like owning it. But we, yep. can, we can cut a deal where I say, whatever I make off of this pie, I'll give you a percentage of my profits, whatever I make off this pie. Right. So you can negotiate that too. Those are ne- That's up for negotiation. So you don't necessarily have to own the, the actual content. You can own a portion of profits, but I can't see anybody, any league really offering a battle rapper to cut them in on profits because then... You open the door to them being able to see what you make, and that's really be, that so behind so, the scene shit is important.
2: So you don't see them. Um, what don't you see them exactly? So you don't see them giving royalties, or you don't see them giving um, ownership to video. Well,
1: really, I don't see them giving either. But oh shit, okay. I, but I don't see them giving uh, cutting people into profits because once you once you contractually say you're entitled to this amount of shares from whatever profits, that mm. that entitles that person to an accounting and an accounting um, of someone's business basically means that i go get my lawyer and we we do an accounting and that means that we get access to all of your your business documents your income you know your taxes and all that and then that's how we make sure that we're getting our proper amount and so no business wants to do that so they want to give you the money up front and keep everything else and when we when we pay you, we pay you for the services. You're an independent contractor. You're not an employee. Blah blah blah. That's a that's a done deal. So they'd much rather give you ten or twenty thousand or five thousand, however much these guys are getting, as opposed to just doing a partnership and saying you can get a portion of whatever. And then because they don't want to open their 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 business books up. And I think that's what Diz was getting at. I I I just went on this Twitter right now. I'm reading it. He's talking about he got a lawyer and they're going to do an accounting. Of KOTD. So Okay.
2: That's so, Okay. But you but you know what, bro? I yeah. actually think I think this battle rap shit, if I had to say right now, I think it's heading towards where battlers are gonna start getting royalties on their battles. Because like think about it. You can almost um I mean, it's hard too with like a PPV stream because there's so many battles in a PPV stream. But you can calculate from like YouTube oh, yeah. views and do- YouTube views and like documentary views how much a specific battle is bringing in. Mm-hmm. So, and and you know what the other thing is, if the how much a battle's bringing in, that also is a reflection of the content and performance right. of a battler. Right. So right. that's also right. incentive to have higher um quality, more intriguing battles. So I actually if I had to guess right now, I would say that that's where this battle rap is headed in terms of contractual shit. I bet you people are going to start doing royalties and like books might get opened up. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's how I that's what I think
1: I can see. So this is what I can see. I can see the, I can see people negotiating um, a percentage of the peop the, the pay-per-view money. Um, YouTube youtube is you you do get paid for YouTube views after you re- reach a certain amount you start getting paid per paid per two ten thousand views I believe it's like maybe like i don't I don't want to get this wrong but I know it's under ten dollars, but like if you start if you're looking at million view battles, then you start talking about you know a couple thousand dollars and the thing is so what's dope about YouTube right is if you have a YouTube page that's that you can monetize. You don't necessarily have to, everything doesn't have to be a million view battle because everything adds up. So if I drop 10 pieces of content that get 100,000 views each, or if I drop 100 pieces of content that have 10,000 views each, which is nothing, that's still a million and that's still the same money. So that's why you see people chopping up, you know, part one, part two, part three of a, of a video, because the more views you can get, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what we we're talking about, this was like a while ago, this a couple months ago, but... YouTube started cracking down on content that has violent language, violent um, right. uh, video content. So I don't know how that's affecting the leagues. I, th- I think that is hurting the leagues. Um, but but right now, the lick right now is is pay-per-view. That's where the lick is. So, you know, if you can get a bunch of people to buy pay-per-view, pay-per-view for $35, that's that's shitting on YouTube. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that right now. It's shitting on YouTube. True. So I can see people saying, yo, I can see Loda Luck saying, yo, you give me 10,000 and 10% of, the, of, of pay-per-view streams. You know, I can start seeing that be a thing. And maybe this is already happening because I know Hollow um, has been doing shit behind the scenes with his contract negotiations that people have not been doing. But that's because yep. he knows business. He right. knows business. So when he when he signs a contract, he says, like, my battle's going to come out and it has to come out within this amount of time. Um, I want my LOM clothing ads pe- played before the battles directing people to my website. Every time. Every time. Like, he's not playing no games. You know what I'm saying? So
2: Yeah, and and if you, like, j- I mean, literally everything too. He's headlined every battle he's been on. Like, for I can't remember. how I literally cannot remember the last battle he didn't that wasn't a headline. It might have been uh, like grind time or something. And yeah, just off that strength alone, it's crazy, and I'm pretty sure he's probably getting a PPV percentage somewhere. So I like, doubt it. I, and, doubt it. I mean, and and that's good. That's good. That's how you work. His battles drop first every single time. That is good work. That is a good look. I mean, yeah, re- people got to read up. <laughs>
1: they gotta read up, and that shit is like, that's nothing to, to negotiate. If if they're already interested in booking you for a battle, and you're a big time battle rapper, like T Top, T Top was complaining a month ago that his battle hadn't came out yet. And I'm like, yo, a person like T-Top could easily negotiate, you know, every battle that I do at URL should come out within, you know, let's say six right. weeks. Six weeks Right? They're not going to be yeah. like, oh, this is a deal breaker. There are certain things that you can throw in there to help your career that aren't going to be deal breakers. Now, I want to talk about leverage because obviously certain people like a Surf or a Hollow or a Lux have more leverage than you. So, so let's they, talk they about leverage. Get, let's talk about it. They can get more shit out of a deal than you can because they have more of a name. They have more of a draw. They can say, last time I was, you know, we did work. We had this many pay-per-views. And you can kind of, the amount of of, of of revenue you can attribute to yourself is the amount of leverage you have in any any type of business deal. Right? So, um, yep. Surf, his first battle out, I guarantee is going to be multi-million views on YouTube. And it's gonna sell out, maybe sell out a venue, depending on what venue's at. And it's gonna get a lot of people to buy the pay per view. So Surf has a lot of leverage. A person like Joe or a person like Jack Boy Main doesn't have a lot of leverage. So I'm not saying every battle rapper should come to the table and say this, this, and that and hold your ground because, real talk, you might not even get a fucking battle. I'm gonna be honest. Like they might just say, okay, we'll book the next dude. So right, right, right. It's not for everybody, but I'm saying if if you do have have the notoriety, you have a big name, you could get more out of these contracts than what people are getting. This is what
2: I'll say. So you you said like something even as simple as I want my battle released within this period of time. That yeah. in a contract can be attainable by ninety five percent of battlers. Exactly. If they, so so that part can be attained by 95% of battles. When it gets tough is when you have these big cards in the PPVs, right? Because multiple people asking for PP for, uh, PPV, per, I'm just going to start saying pay-per-view, pay-per-view yeah. percentage cuts, yeah. that becomes a problem because it's hard for you to say, like, let's say Loaded Lux, Hollow the Dawn, and Sue Surf are, are all on a PPV card.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It is tough for really, or, okay, let's say, Hollow, Surf, Loaded Lux, and then like Big K. It is mm-hmm. tough for like Big K is a phenomenal battle rapper, um, with good fans. But it's tough for him to say that he's gonna be bringing people into the pay per view that those three other battlers aren't, right? Right. right. So a lot like, of overlap. A lot of overlap. there's a lot of overlap with the fan bases. So at the end of the day, the league could argue, hey, Big K, we could scratch you off this card and maybe lose ten pay per views, yeah. like you. So if he's asking for a percentage in that situation, it's kind of an issue. You can't, he can't really do that, you know? And and then even between Surf, Hollow, and Lux, it's going to be tough for all three of them to ask for percentages also. Like, I think they could, but they would all have to take a lower percentage. And at that point, like, it's kind of arbitrary. So like you were saying, it's not a linear process. You cannot necessarily ask for a percentage on a pay-per-view just because you're on a pay-per-view, right? Right,
1: right, right, right. My, my um, but thing yeah. is like my thing is no, it's just a matter of knowing your worth, you know. So if if you can come to the table and actually be able to negotiate something, that's that's way better than nothing, you know. So like, right. there's certain things you can get in there, I'm sure. And depending on how big you are, the, the, the bigger you are, the more you can get. Pause. So like, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure Holo gets a lot. And I'm sure I'm sure when Moot comes back, he's not going to come back until the sh- situation is how he wants it, and like. It's funny, man. People people talk a lot of shit about Mook and how he's not for the culture and all that. Like, people really forget he he was really in the mud with Smack recording outside against killers and and and, and going at them. And they were doing their own side bets. This is when they weren't even getting money, really. <laughs>
2: right. You
1: know what I'm saying? And Smack yeah. Smack built that. He he built his league off of dudes that were talented. You know what I'm saying? So like it's for people to say that Mook hasn't done nothing. I can't, I can't get down with that. I feel like you got to go do your homework for you. Say some shit like that to say he hasn't been active. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's not, it's not a matter of him being scared. He battled, he battled Lux on fucking uh, total, slaughter, total slaughter. And that was like all spotlights on him. This dude performed on BET stage and went at the whole industry. This dude is not afraid to battle. It's, it's that he knows his worth. He's not going to get up there for nothing. Now to play devil's advocate, I feel like if you if if you're a battle rapper at heart, you're gonna want to kill something no matter what. Like, yeah. so give me ten, let me come kill somebody, and then you know whatever. So I, I see that argument. I see both sides, but what I'm getting at is like. You're gonna start seeing more people realize that the the, the true value is in the pay-per-view, it's in the content ownership, and you're gonna see more people realize their worth. Like, let's talk about somebody like Twerk, right? So people might say, okay, he's new, he's new, blah, blah, blah. And so leagues will say, you know, you don't, you've only been around for a year, you know, let's let us give you this, let us give you, you know, uh 750 bucks, you know, whatever. But Twerk is driving a lot of viewership in battle rap right now. Like, yeah. he might be the hottest battle rapper in the game, to be honest. In, ter- in terms
2: of trending, yeah. In terms of like, trending. He's hot right yeah. now.
1: So, he might have more... Like, a person like that might have more leverage than he thinks.
2: Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, Keys, like, I need you to call Twerk once we get off the podcast. And uh, maybe, like...
1: I think he has a man... <laughs> is not Rome DMV's manager or something? I'm sure they got something cooking.
2: Bro, you... I don't...
1: We might have to just find our own little dude. we going to scour the internet and find our own little keys to the game, dude. And we're going to get him right. You know what I'm saying?
2: Facts. facts. Super
1: facts. Super facts. So let's um, let's talk about... So we had all this drama in the industry. And... um. This is boy, our
2: law portion, by the way. This is all legal. This is like law shit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say, like, Keymaker um, is a lawyer, yeah. you know? he 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 does that i know business decently well right. i kind of do that so like do not go looking on another podcast if you want an actual business insight Super because facts. you'll be listening to some retarded shit facts. um anyway continue to talk <laughs> your right. shit
1: i like that plug i like that so let's talk about so we got all this drama in the industry and my boy Award, um shout out to Ward. he came on the show great great interview he was talking about how, how the bull, he didn't say bullshit because he's a Christian dude. Shout out to A-Ward. But he paraphrased and He said the bullshit is basically overshining and overweighing what really matters, and that's, and that's the battles. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, on Christmas, you know, we had B. Dot and Loso drop, but then we also had all the Vada and the Piper Boy shit. And, like, if you ask me, it was like neck and neck where that should not be the case. Like yep. Loso and BDOT should be in the forefront. They should get their shine. And whatever else little bullshit is happening in the culture should be 10%, 15% of, of, of the traffic online and what people are talking about. But right. at the end of the day, um, and Piper Boy said this in his uh in his video, and I personally I'm gonna keep it real. I don't fuck with Piper Boy. Um, but but he had a point where he said that um battle rappers are mad that bloggers are becoming more and more influential in the culture and bigger personalities in the culture and that they don't know how to deal with it. Um, And he, I mean, he does have a little bit of a point at that because you have people like Jim's and Jay black and um, tech nine, who was a battle rapper, but is more of a blogger. Now, Um, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: Piper boy, uh, Rome DMV, uh, Sun guy, whoever, a lot of people are out there blogging that people know about, um and that's that's something that battle rappers are going to have to deal with like the people you know people that comment on the game are here to stay and it's not necessarily about bloggers being bigger than the battle rappers it's that the content in battle rap is 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 like it's like a mutual relationship they they battle rappers need the bloggers as much as they want to shit on bloggers as they need the bloggers to get the traffic going to, to talk about battle rap when nothing's going on. And, um, and with that is going to come some type of notoriety, some type of, uh, you know, people are going to start looking up to some of these bloggers and that's just what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, the battle rappers are going to always be bigger. Um, when y'all get on stage and shit on somebody like unbiased, unbiased can't rebuttal you. That's just, it's just out there. You shit it on them in a battle and it's, you know, it is what it is. So, it's, it's, it's like 2017, we saw a real rise of the blogger community, which is, you know, it is what it is. A lot of people hate it. I, I'm kind of indifferent. I just, I know it is what it is. Um, but I think what people got to understand is like, it, the same shit happens in every fucking sport. Like Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, right. you know, Skip Bayless is huge. He, he's not I giving guess, nobody buckets.
2: I guess the thing is, right? Like no one, if M- Max Kellerman and Skip Bayless started saying they are going to shoot each other. (laughs) Right.
1: It would be lit. It would be lit online.
2: Like, we would pay the fuck attention to that, right? But, like, at the same time, if I'm hearing that for three weeks straight and I'm not hearing nothing about LeBron James hooping or nothing about James Harden dropping 60 on Steph Curry's head or whatever the fuck is going on, I'm going to start to get a little pissed off. If, like, if the thing – if Skip Bayless shooting Max Kellerman is – becomes more talked about than you know the players right Mm -hmm. so i guess that would kind of be the analogy here um and like i mean you can take that how you want i guess i guess i don't really have to say anything other than that That is
1: true that's that's a big fact that's a big fact so we don't we don't want the culture to center center around a lot of this bullshit we'd rather just bloggers like do what they're supposed to do. Like there shouldn't be a lot of like back and forth between battle rappers and bloggers. And to be honest, that that's the battle rappers' fault. Like if you're online uh elevating somebody to your level that has no business being on your level, then guess what? That's your fault, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
2: know
1: true, like, true. Get their number and call them or whatever. But like uh I think it's like I said, it's a mutual relationship um J Black is bigger than some smaller battle rappers let's be honest like he has more pool more people care about him in the culture than some battle rappers like it is what it is like he's a big personality so at the end of the day it's like battle rapper battle rap itself is still um we've known it for a while but it's really still in the, in the infancy stages it's still it's still a small
2: uh, That's a great market. point. You Talk I'm about saying? that. That's a great point. It's um, a, it's a
1: small thing. Go ahead.
2: Guys, a lot of people like talking to everyone listening like a lot of shit that we know basketball has been around since the like i don't i don't know when basketball started 30s 40s whatever right. baseball's been around since the 1900 before that like 1892 right. like and obviously that shit is big now battle rap is growing in the mm. past 10 years and it's growing actually like whether you want to say it or not it's growing decently fast but right that being said this we're talking about um, a hun- over a hundred years of a like a lifespan for a lot of these forms of entertainment. And if we're in year ten, or I mean, you know, battle rap's been out longer than that. If we're in year twenty, you right. know, right, we still got eighty more years of growth, and a lot of shit is gonna fucking happen. Exactly. So exactly,
1: that's what I'm saying. So, like, like Tay Rock, he's like these people are like the Babe Ruth and fucking, um, uh, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson of of battle rap like we and that's even hard s- to picture it's crazy because right? we think of mook like that you know right right exactly it's it's a young sport and it's still growing and like so right now the bloggers might be bigger than people want them to be but at the end of the day like the sport's going to grow and the more people that come into the culture uh the 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 smaller people are going to become so like let's say you know battle rap grows three or four fold times you know in 2018 like bloggers are going to matter. They're going to matter less than they do today. It's it's because the community is so small that if somebody puts out a blog and a bunch of people share it in the community, it's like, damn, like 80, 90 percent of the community saw that. Right. Whereas like if I put out a blog on Kyrie Irving tomorrow, like not even two percent, not even <laughs> one percent of NBA followers are going to see it because it's just such a huge community. So mm-hmm. I, I think as the community grows, you're going to see that shit start to matter less. But to me, this shit is like, it's entertaining to me. Like, I, I'm here for it. I love the drama. I'm not going to lie. I fuck with the drama. Um, I just don't yes, want nobody dude. to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Don't get hurt out here. Uh, Piper Boy p- uh, posting pictures with caskets, asking people if they want to lay with Av's sister. To me, that's like, that's not, we don't need that, bro. Because that no. to me, that, that equates to violence in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're asking me if I want to be next to somebody in a casket, like, bro, I'm, I gotta get off the line and see like what I what I can find out about you ASAP. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. Facts. So let's just let's keep it like I don't mind the drama, but all all the death threats and shit is really is really for the birds. Like, let's get let's get rid of that um, and let's move on. So man, I'm I'm just happy to be back, man. This is this is this is a good episode. I feel like we talked about a lot of shit that people don't address in the culture. So um, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to do we basically I didn't want to do a show until after New Year's. I I was kind of just like kind of just over it for a minute. I just wanted to take a break, but I feel like we needed to jump in here and just do something before New Year's. And uh, maybe we'll do like a a fucking like a a recap show if if uh, if people want it. We'll, We'll see what people want
2: yeah that's true that'd be cool definitely shoot your feedback to us because you know we're, we're a supply and demand type of people so for
1: sure for sure you can uh you can find battle you can find rise at battle and rise you can find me at young maker and then we have the keys to the game uh twitter profile as well so if you hear something on here you want to chop it up with, uh, with us like Really, what we want to do with this show is have this this show be the hub, and then the online continues the conversation throughout the day. So once we drop right. the episode, if y'all want to continue the episode, the episode continues on Twitter. We we're trying to get on Facebook. I don't really like Facebook. It's like going back in time almost. You
2: know yeah, it 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 is cringy. It is cringy. cringy I don't like dog. it.
1: And, I, and my relatives is on there, so I'm not really trying to fuck with Facebook, but we might get a keys to the game page on there soon. But fuck with us on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter, um, and we will continue the conversation. Yo, before we get out of here, do you have any sleeper battles? I, I know you're not prepared. I just want to just want to ask you just to see.
2: Nah, don't do that. I'm prepared this time. Bro. Are you? Yeah, I, no bullshit. I'm prepared. Um, what you got? So this is, uh, I like this battle. Um and, you know, Immaculate, he's been killing shit lately. So I f- I figured, I just wanted to point out that he's been killing shit for a little while, you know. It's not just right. 2017. So I'm going to go back to his battle versus Bender on King of the Dot. Okay. And um, a lot of URL heads probably not seen this battle. Um, I definitely watched both leagues pretty religiously, mm-hmm. especially back then. So this battle, basically, Illmac was just dope. He, um was coming off like there was kind of issues before this battle of him going into battles drunk and like fucking up oh, but he he came clean sober to this battle and he yeah. fucking and he had like this dude is a better rapper than 98% of the other people in battle rap and, and he and he killed it so um Bender uh his style's kind of faded out to me a little bit his rounds were good mm. but uh Immaculate kind of stole the show with I think a crazy second round I want to say but um Anyway, you guys should check that out. What you
1: got? That's a good battle, man. I'm I'm gonna go with, uh, and this this is not a sleeper battle by any means, but I'm gonna throw it back to Daylight versus Charlie Clips. One of my favorite battles mm. of all time. This is probably in my top fifteen, top ten battles of all time. Um, as far as entertainment value, crazy. As far as like footage, the footage is like so crisp and so dope. Like probably yeah. one of the dopest KOTD battles ever. Um, And it's just one of my favorite battles, like back and forth, hella comedy, hella punchlines, crowd participation was dope. Like if I had to, if I was a league owner and I was like trying to show people what I want out of like showmanship and battles, this would be it. So um, go go check out that Daylight vs. Charlie clips. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. And then um, come check us out next week. You know, we're going to drop again pretty soon. We don't want to leave y'all hanging for a couple weeks like we just did, but uh, we'll drop another uh, show, and we'll, we'll be right back at it.
2: Facts. Hey, uh, if you need any clothes, uh, you know, going into the new year and you're trying to look fresh, LOMclothing.com. They got some fresh shit up there. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Shit,
1: hollow cutting checks on this show that I, that I don't know about.
2: Do I need to? Uh, do, you might need to open my, my accounting books up if you want to see everything.
1: Exactly. Expect (laughs) to be sued tomorrow. Facts. I'll be ready. (laughs) All right, bro.
2: Hey, peace out. All right,
1: peace. All right, y'all. That's another episode in the books. Look, thanks for rocking with us. It's been a crazy year. Um, I don't know if we're going to get another one off before New Year's. I hope so. I've just been traveling and doing a bunch of shit. But, um, man, look, we only dropped, like, less than 15 episodes, and we already kind of surpassed where we wanted to be when we set out to do this podcast and really that's because of um, all the people online that's been supporting us, um, spreading our shit, retweeting it, pause on spreading our shit. That shit sounds wild, but retweeting our episodes, um, mentioning us online, having conversations. This is what it's about. We're not in this to make money off the culture. We in here to basically provide another platform for people to come shine, come, you know, get their rounds off, come talk. And um, man, I'm just happy with it. You know what I'm saying? So, Catch us on the flip side. We'll catch y'all next episode. All right, one.